0: Welcome to the Infinite Attraction Podcast. What would it look like to face your fears? What would it look like to unlock your limitless potential? This is a podcast just about that, Infinite Attraction. Now let's get started. All right, welcome everybody to yet another episode of the Infinite Attraction Podcast. Yes, I'm still doing this. So I'm really excited because today my guest is a dear friend and someone very special in my life, Michael Zavala.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Michael is actually an interior designer focused on commercial and residential design. He's a visual artist, a producer, and a reality TV star. Yes, I am saying all of this correctly. And so you know, he's famously known for Zavala Concepts. Just take a peek at my Instagram guys you'll know what I'm talking about (laughs) so Michael thank you so much for being here I love having you it's been like a dream of mine to do an interview for you because you're just such a creature there's so much about you that's like a mystery and I want to know more so tell us first a little bit about you where are you from nationality give us some background
1: (laughs) well thank you for having me I feel very special (laughs) Um, so my name is michael zavala i'm 27 years old my background i'm colombian and my family's from colombia i'm i was born and raised in new york uh i i was there until i was probably 23 24 until i moved here so i've only been here for four years here in miami florida
0: i feel like you've lived here all your life
1: <laughs> i know it feels like forever <laughs> um I graduated with my bachelor's degree in fine arts in interior design and I started my company called Zavala Concepts exactly four years ago when I moved here.
0: So why move here in the first place to Miami? I mean, aside from the fantastic weather, it's not always the best place either, right? So why move here?
1: Right. Um, I mean, I I loved New York, but I was um, once, you know, my parents went through a divorce Uh, my mom and my twin sister my little sister moved down together and my dad stayed up in new york Uh, but i was already i already moved out and i already lived on my own with a significant other so when they had that divorce i i stayed and once you know that relationship ended i came here so i can start all over again um and yeah just just start all over just because i didn't want to stay there i just wanted to you know have a clean slate
0: clean slate so clean slate um from the family divorce and the family drama or clean slate from the relationship issues
1: relationship issues okay so you know (laughs) i'm gonna ask so (laughs)
0: might as well tell me tell me more
1: (laughs) (laughs) um so i was dating a girl um in high school We met when we were 14 until we were 21.
0: So the sweetheart.
1: Yes. So we were together for seven years and um, it was true love. I really loved her. She was like my best friend. Um, But, you know, with time, I started realizing that I, you know, had interest in the same sex, Mm -hmm. Um, but I did really love her. So I was just like, you know what, Michael, (laughs) you're what are you talking about? What are you thinking about? Stop and um, you know with time I started realizing that no I do have these attractions you know but was it
0: easy because of the family to maybe just you know be with her
1: no it was it it was difficult because um, there was true love there and you know once the family got divorced and everyone went their separate ways um, it really it started really hitting me, just because it was just me and her at all times, and.
0: So she was your only constant.
1: Right? Yeah. So but, it was a little. But comfort- love can
0: be defined in many ways. So you loved her, mm-hmm. but you were staying because you felt that that love and that what she provided for you at that time was enough. Because your family is gone, so she was your only real support.
1: Right, yeah. And then I started, you know, fighting with my own feelings. Because I was like, okay, every time I saw, let's just say an attractive guy, I was just like, why am I feeling this way? Um, but then we started having, like, um, problems in the relationship. And there was this one big problem that really made me, um, you know, cut the cord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, um, you know, I, she moved out. And... I started, you know, hanging out and testing the waters and all that stuff and then, you know, I met a guy and then that's how I came out.
0: And that was your first time? Ever, that was my first
1: time ever and I was 21, 22, 21. yeah.
0: And you weren't sure before about any of these feelings?
1: A little, but just because I was in a relationship with her, I I was blocking it so you blocked it all yeah
0: but i know a little bit more i know that you you proposed or you were engaged like yes. you took it to a pretty deep extent
1: i i did yeah so w- when we were t- about 20 um or no actually going back to maybe when we were like 18 19 when we were graduating high school i gave her like a little promise ring mm-hmm. and then after that when we um moved in together i gave her an engagement ring um, and I already had the wedding band that I designed on my own and everything. Um, so that was nice. but you know, things didn't work out just because um, of this thing that happened to me.
0: What's the thing? Because I keep hearing you like beat around the bush a little bit here and I want to know more. So I know some some <clears throat> of this stuff is difficult for you, but you know, you did propose to someone. And that's, that's intense, but I think at that age and everything you were going through and having her as a support, it meant something to you. Yeah. But what else happened there to really make this, this deciding factor?
1: Yeah. When we were, um, you know, dating, she was a little difficult. She was, um, you know, she told me not to have friends and I couldn't like, you know, have my girlfriends or my guy friends just because she was very jealous. Um, and I did have a lot of girlfriends because for some reason all these girls always attracted to me. Just well, of... I
0: mean, hello, you're fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Why else?
1: So, I mean, I loved it because, you know, it was great, but she just didn't like that. So I had to cut, you know, all, all my friendships. and I felt a little lonely, plus my family wasn't living with me. And, you know, it's not like I could have, you know, cried and go and see my mom or my sisters. You got me. So it was always, I was kind of stuck with her. And um, I started going out and and she was just like you know what let's start going out together and let's create friends together just because she didn't like the idea of me going out with my own friends so we did that one day and you know we were like what 20 ish 21 yeah 21 um we started going out we got really drunk one day and then um we were at a at a club in new york and i went to the bathroom and i was I was very drunk but uh i went to the bathroom and there was just like this tall white male guy that just knocked knocked me out and i knocked you out
0: like he punched you punched
1: me yeah just
0: punched you in the face yeah while you were in the bathroom yeah inside of the bathroom outside of the line what Uh,
1: No, no, it wasn't it was in the bathroom or like the sink area that okay so the common
0: space yeah yeah
1: and there was no like security guard which was weird because they usually are there but um Yeah, I woke up with like my pants on the floor and sitting on the toilet and I was like, oh, my God, did I really fall asleep like on the toilet? (laughs) I was like, how's that drunk? Um, She was looking for me like crazy for maybe like a whole hour. Um, So I finally like, you know, got up, walked out and we found each other and then, you know, we we went home. Um, And that week um, it was it was like the toughest week of like our relationship just because um, she wasn't feeling well. And it was the same week of her graduation. But mm.
0: well, what about everything you were going through?
1: I, yeah, I know. You were it, punched
0: by a guy, you woke up with your pants down. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it, it, yes, it's, it's hard, but um, it, I didn't put two and two together until this happened. So when we were about to have her you know, go to her graduation, that day before of her graduation, she wasn't feeling well. She was rushed to the hospital. And then, um, the doctor started asking her all these uncomfortable questions, and they couldn't tell her, like, why. And she, you know, called me, and she started telling, asking me, like, hey, have you cheated on me? Have you done anything? Like, And I'm like, what are you talking about? What's the issue? Why are you at the hospital? I'm like, we're supposed to be going to your graduation. What's going on? And then she says, no, Um, last night I woke up with, you know, stomach pain, and it was, just, you know, she was just hurting a lot. And apparently, um, you she know, was in
0: like physical pain. Yeah, like actual pain. No,
1: yeah. And um, the doctor said that she had like uh, an STD. Okay. And um, it was gonorrhea. And I was just like, "Wait, what? What do you mean? Why do you have that?" And she said, "Well, I'm asking you that. Why do I have that? I've never been with anybody else. Have you been with somebody else?" And I'm like, "No." Then I put two and two together, and I realized I was just like okay, it was maybe when I went to the bathroom and I got knocked out from that guy. He probably like raped me. So that's the only thing I could probably think of. And at that moment, I didn't know what to think or do, so.
0: How did you feel internally hearing this from someone else? And
1: I wasn't shocked. I, I, I couldn't believe it, but at the same time, after, you know, all of the, that, what happened and what she's telling me and asking me, then, then I start, start to connect. Then started yeah. to connect and I was just like, mm, what am I going to do? What am I supposed to do? Um, and of course, I didn't want anybody to know. And um, I mean, I this is not something
0: that anyone shares publicly. It, it's right. You know, even when it's done to you, it's it's very complicated.
1: <clears throat> so I, I didn't know how to tell her. So, you know, the next day I went to get myself checked. Yes, I had it. Um, I, I told the lady what I can do. She helped me out. And um, her family didn't believe it. She, they thought i cheated on her or something. So, um, that must her, be horrible. Her family disowned me for a whole year, and we managed to stay together after that for a whole year. Um, and mind you, my family um, moved down, so I was practically alone. And it, it was kind of difficult because every time I got out of work, let's just say I would go home and be with her, and if she wasn't home, She was with her family, and I couldn't go out because I was not allowed to. So I I felt like I was... um... So
0: you're not only, you know... (laughs) You're not only alone without anybody around. You're dealing with the internal feelings Mm -hmm. without being able to talk to anybody about, first of all, being raped, one. Mm -hmm. Second of all, not even knowing. And and then your fiancé has it as well. There's just a lot there. Yeah. And you're coping with the fact that you know you're also you know, involved with the same sex or you're interested in the same sex. Right. And this is a, your first experience, which is terrible that this was your first experience.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a little easier for me to talk about it just because I, since, like I said, I was knocked out, so I wasn't really there. So you don't so really I know. Really exp- yeah. I didn't really experience it. So it's a... It's different than actual being forced but
0: well, you can't say that right that doesn't have you, a mental but... effect on you no no
1: mm-hmm. but what do you it... tell yourself you know
0: <laughs> sitting there not being able to talk to your fiance mm-hmm. and not being able to talk to anybody yeah. what do you do
1: i was just afraid just because i didn't want because like i said i really did love her and i didn't want to break the relationship so i was just like you know what, i really can't tell her that but it was eating me inside for a couple of months that i was just i spoke to my mom my mom obviously knows about everything and um I, she said you have to tell her and um so i did and she ran off and told her mom after that and then after that um her mom disowned me and didn't want me to be involved with the family so i was just like how am i gonna marry her you know if i marry her i have to marry the family and if her family doesn't accept me it's gonna be an issue you get me yeah. and then that was the whole reason why my parents got divorced because my dad's family never really accepted my mom just because my dad gave my mom, the world, and my dad's family likes to, um, let's just say use my dad (laughs) for money issues, Mm -hmm. so, um, so that was, I felt like I was falling into the same, in the
0: same pattern pattern. of your family, and you didn't want to go through that,
1: right, so I was just like, you know what, let me, um, break up with her, let me leave her, and let me start all over again, just because I know this is not going to go anywhere, and, you know, we were both broken, so...
0: Now it makes sense why I moved to a whole new city. Yeah. I mean, I was But would before I did,
1: before I did that, a week later, then I met the guy. The guy. Oh, <laughs>
0: so now, so that would then, yes, the first guy that you mentioned, it was your first time, really, mm-hmm. consciously, let's say. Yes. <laughs> um, so tell me a little about this guy. But you met him there before you moved here,
1: right? Yeah, I, I knew of him. Um, so every time, I, like, let's just say, I saw him. Walk down the streets, or, or ran into him like in a mall or something. I always told myself if I ever was, I mean, had the chance to be with somebody, it would look like that, or it would be him, you know. So always, because I always had that type. Um, So one day, like you know, I went to the gym and there was a couple girls that came up to me and was like, "Oh my God, nice tattoos!" Because I had my whole sleeve done and had a tank top, and they're like, "Oh, nice tattoos." where are you from you're gonna look like you're from here and I did move to New York so from New Jersey mm-hmm. and I was just like oh no I'm new to area and uh, they're like oh we're here with our friend he's from New Jersey and we're hanging out with him tonight and when he was I think he was just probably at the bathroom in the gym and when he came out we all met up in the front and I see him and it's him and it's the guy, the guy that you were yeah. yeah that I've seen you know since I was in high school mm-hmm. so uh, I was just like oh my god that's him and they're so like you all, wouldn't
0: have known that you were gay or no, even yeah. yeah
1: so they all said oh let's hang out tonight and I said sure why not and um, we went out and had a couple of drinks and we all started like um, vibing and everything so I told them to come over to my place just because I did, I was alone i lived, lived alone so everyone came over and we all started getting to know each other. So from there, I started like having friends and you know. Um, so
0: you're finally starting to get your life back.
1: Right. Yeah. So it was fun just because I I was around a lot of people and from those five friends, I you know it turned ten, then fifteen, to twenty. So it was really cool because you know I started. Exploring world. I mean more, I started going to like clubs. Living the and real bars. New York life. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I was twenty one, so I was just like, you know, finally. <laughs> Living your best life. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so um, but I think I maybe we lasted like a year and a half. And sadly, you know, he cheated on me and gave me the same STD.
0: No. Yes. So you've just had a run of shitty luck
1: like yes
0: (laughs) i mean oh how did that feel that must have been traumatic because it would have brought it brought back some like wounds of
1: course yes to the point that i gave my two weeks at work and that same time time you know that i found out that he cheated on me and gave me this and we went to get tested and everything and um so the company that i was working for in new york is was the same company here in miami and i know that one of the employees that were working there just moved down to Miami so I'm like my mom's in Miami maybe I can just do a transfer mm-hmm. so that's what I did just because I was just like
0: so two weeks from this from from finding yeah. out about all of this you're and asking for a transfer you're getting ready to go yeah just because
1: I was like I'm leaving i wow. just because the whole cheating situation because that's how the whole my whole family situation ended because of my dad I was just like I don't want to I don't want that to happen to me let me escape this and even though I did like the kai um, well, that's it was not just fair bringing, to you. No, and, exactly. And then,
0: and then think about this: the, the the girl's family thought that you were cheating, right? And then you weren't. So that, that dealing with that, like no one, no one, no one's listening, no one's supporting you. Mm-hmm. And then you finally meet someone, and you're finally exploring something that's true to you. Right. And then the guy turns out is cheats on you, and then it's like, how do you deal with that? <laughs> like I would run,
1: which is exactly what I did. So I, luckily, like my. The last um, month of my lease was that month, the same month. So I gave the keys to my dad and I said, dad, you know what? Sell all the furniture, stay with it, but I'm leaving in two weeks. And he was like, what? And I'm like, yep, I'm going to Miami, starting all over again. I didn't tell him why. He um, didn't know I was in a relationship with with the guy because I was just, you know, living alone and he never came over. I always went to him. Mm-hmm. So, um.
0: Were you always like afraid of maybe telling him?
1: No, I, um, I mean, Yes and no. I was just waiting for the right moment.
0: But is there ever a right moment?
1: <laughs> Maybe, but mm-hmm. at, in that moment I didn't feel like it was the right thing to do and mm-hmm. it was probably the best thing just yeah. because it didn't work out anyways. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I I got up and I left and I came here exactly a month, I mean 4 years ago in a month. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, so I came here and I'm like, you know what, I'm deleting my social media, deleting Snapchat, deleting Instagram, I'm changing my phone number, I'm doing everything, and I'm just gonna start a new identity. So I used to go by Michael up there, which is my first name, but down here I go by Zavala. Zavala,
0: yes. (laughs) So is that where the famous Zavala concept came from yes so you you had you started over and that's when you started then the instagram with the whole photo shoot Mm -hmm. and all that yes okay (laughs) all right so you're in miami now tell me about the miami life and rebuilding yourself
1: so when i moved here um i moved into my mom's house and i was you know feeling it just to see exactly where i wanted to be um just because you know i've always i lived on my own for a couple years so going back to your parents house is a little difficult Yes, but um I did want to, you know, branch out and see where, where I wanted to be at. Just because the commute from Kendall to Rickle was a nightmare. We, we, we know. <laughs> so um, I came up with Zavala Concepts, um, first as an Instagram thing, and um, I did want to get into residential design because I did do a little bit of up in New York. Um, but my major, you know, field was mainly commercial. But I couldn't stick to just commercials, So that's why I was like, you know, maybe I can do this on my own. Maybe start staging apartments for realtors. Um, So that's why I started Zavala Concepts. And of course, um, I was just like, I kind of want to do it in a different way. Something a little bit more artsy, more me, more personal. Um, And I'm not really good with words. I'm very visual. So (laughs) I was just like. I kind of want to show the world what i kind of go through but in pictures instead of me telling or explaining um so
0: well you do it in a very tasteful manner (laughs) and very creative i mean i i look through your pictures and i'm like how does he always have content (laughs) 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 like and and yeah it's It's the whole Instagram world. It's is a the second whole job. job. <laughs> <laughs> so I commend you for it, but it's beautiful that you use that as a form of expressing, like, yeah. what you've been through. You're telling a story through these images.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah. So whatever I'm going through at the moment, um, I
0: turn it into a photo turn shoot. <laughs> into a photo
1: shoot. Yeah. And then I always like dedicate a song to it that you know um, I f- feel connected to at the moment and describes what I'm going through. Um, so, I always use, like, their lyrics and put it in a caption or something like that. So,
0: those, that's their, the intent.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, once I started doing all of that creative stuff, I was just like, you know what? I kind of want to, like, show the world what I went through bef- before my life in Miami. So, then I, I made a short film.
0: Oh, So this is a film that I went to see Yes Yes, that was intense (laughs) That
1: was like two and a half years ago, three years ago I forget It was very, very, very
0: well done visually And music and everything I look at it
1: now and I'm like, oh my god, this could have been better But at the time it was like, oh my god,
0: this is so cool
1: (laughs) But yes, I did do a video uh, I mean a short film Showing what I went through um, My life before Miami So it describes how I meet the girl, mm-hmm. how we fell in love, then how we broke up, then I meet the guy, how we fell in love and how we broke up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was more, it was a silent film, so it was very visual, it was mm-hmm. just more acting and, yeah. and different sceneries instead of, you know, really talking, and I did produce um, a song for it, so it can play in the background.
0: Where does this all come from? You know, <laughs> like, is this form of expression a way for you Whatever you're going through in your head since you can't maybe verbally express it to anybody for you to release
1: Yeah, I think it's probably like more like closure, I guess. Or it's your own I, closure. It's my this own is closure This your form of closure. Yeah,
0: interesting So it's like mm-hmm. ni- I mean, it's very beautiful that you were able to do that some people maybe don't get any closure at, at all. all
1: Right. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, you know what? Let me just do this for myself just And how because, did that
0: feel then once you did release this video and
1: it was great just because my dad knows now
0: <laughs> so your dad didn't know until the moment of the video until
1: he moved I mean he flew down here to Miami and came for the showing. for the show just yeah cuz as you know I did it in a movie theater in Miami Beach um, and I had a Athena Dion the drag queen um, yes. <laughs> be my MC the host um, I did have dancers dance to the uh, song that I produced for the It's Oak a beautiful down. little
0: theater guys that's here in Miami and it's and he basically had the whole space and the group of his closest friends uh, Family and it was a beautiful showing. I was there. It was wonderful.
1: Thank you. Yeah So it was nice because my dad came down and um, so he sees the video. He I saw remember, the whole production yeah. I had a whole like back drop with my logos and everything whoever helped contribute and um photographer then the champagne and popcorn so it was nice because my dad's like what is this what's (laughs) happening (laughs) (laughs) what are you up to (laughs) so
0: tell me what his reaction was at the end of the show
1: Mm -hmm. did
0: you did he say did he understand it did you have to explain it like and what was his reaction? Yes. I guess?
1: No, he was he was very proud. Um, he actually stood up and said a little speech after, you know, it all ended, which was really nice and he was just like, I love you. I thought you. he knew
0: the whole time because Mm-mm. his speech was very, like, loving and yeah. very supportive.
1: I mean, I guess he saw that everybody was just so proud and happy and, like, surprised. And loved that he you was just regardless. Like, yeah, and loved me regardless, so he was just like, you know what, like, that's who he is and... Yeah, so it was really, really cool. We had a nice dinner after that, and um, it was nice, you know, coming out to my dad in a movie. <laughs>
0: yes, that's a very classy way. Guys, you don't have to do this at home. <laughs> but that was a re- it was really nice for you, I'm sure, yeah. at that moment to have that closure mm-hmm. and feel united with your family who has felt so separated for yeah. such a long time by that point.
1: Yeah, so, and you know, we all got together, my mom and my dad and him and the girls, my sisters. Um, so it was just a nice evening, and you know, it was a great experience.
0: So let's fast forward a little bit because mm-hmm. now we know you've, you know you've had this closure, you're continuing to define what Zavala Concepts really is, and then I see you get into something else. <laughs> and suddenly you're a reality TV star. And how the hell are you in a show called Cartel Crew? <laughs>
1: back to family history
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know i had to go there i mean like it's not just like your average day i get to say hey my friend's on a reality tv show yeah (laughs) Uh,
1: so this started about three years ago so i think it was like a year in moving in in miami um it started with my twin sister nicole she um is a model slash promoter bottle service girl so nothing
0: like you. you no, know, nothing like, nothing you. like completely
1: you. opposite. I can't believe
0: you're twins, but in a way I guess it makes sense. You have to be a completely yeah. different.
1: <laughs> Let's just say if you put Kim Kardashian and Cardi B together, that's my sister. I would <laughs> agree. <laughs> <laughs> but she's very out there. She's has a crazy body. She's beautiful. And so she has a lot of um following following and, and all that stuff and a lot of people know her. So and she, you know, hangs out with a lot of celebrities or people that know celebrities. So um, I guess a producer um, reached out to her and said, hey, like, you know, you would be cool to be in a TV show. Um, You know, let's cast you for this and that. And then, you know, once they started getting to know her, um, VH1, you know, started, uh, wanted to create this like whole concept behind the cartel life. And, and my sister you know mentioned something about our family history so they kind of you know
0: filled in the, the filled in yeah, the blanks yeah, and they were yeah. like
1: maybe this could be like a cool um thing to do in Miami just because there is a lot here.
0: <laughs> a lot of Colombians yes. and a lot of, yeah. <laughs> so,
1: and um, they started, you know, reaching out to people that had connections um, with, you know, El Chapo or Griselda Blanco or Pablo Escobar.
0: Or were connected with that world in general. Right. That cartel. Yeah.
1: So only like two people from the show um, are very, very close to those two. I mean, those, you know, those people you mentioned. Those people. Mm-hmm. Um, but the others did have family members that were part of the Colombian cartel and the Miami cartel. And uh, the Mexican and Cuban,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: um, so
0: that's where this was, you know, was born from. Born from, from this yeah. idea. Of it, it did sister. take
1: about two, three, two, two years um, for it to actually happen. Like for
0: yeah, come to life. Right. And what did your family think about you guys agreeing to be on the show? Because they weren't just asking your sister; they mm. were asking you, your yes. parents. And you you do work, like, you work in the industry as a commercial designer. Exactly. Aren't you worried about your job, like, what people will think?
1: So, at first, I was like, this is not happening. This is not going to, you know, be okay with dad um, or me <laughs> and because, you know, I'm the only one in the house that has a real degree. So, I'm just like, I sustain everybody here to protect everyone, take care of everyone. So, I don't think this is a good idea. And um, she's like, no, this is going to be great. And whatever, we started going through interviews, and we started explaining um, our history, and you know, my dad obviously had to get involved, and mom had to get involved, and we had, you know, had to have these conversations to see if it's even possible, and if it's okay to talk about it, because, you know, it's scary. Um, Right, I mean,
0: I I would assume it's very, very private information. Right. That you don't want the world to know.
1: Exactly. Even if
0: it's on reality TV.
1: Mm -hmm. So, um, we kind of felt a little... Okay and safe um, just because our, we were only inherited money mm-hmm. by my dad's cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't really that we, my dad, let's just say my dad or us, were really, really involved. It was just like before, when, before me and my sister were born, it okay. was that sort of thing. I don't know about the other people. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to speak about this. <laughs> but just because I know they're more first generation. where we're we're more like third generation
0: guys so none of this is a secret like you want to know a little bit about the show just watch it it's on VH1 right yes it's on VH1 cartel crew and I think they're already going on like a third season probably that's correct (laughs) see so you can hear about this crazy reality TV show world and what that's like but I mean it's crazy that you agreed to do this and work didn't have an issue with you being on 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 a TV show
1: um well I did talk to them about it, um, but I told them it was just gonna be after hours and yeah. um you know, I kinda like It wouldn't
0: have a conflict with your job. Right.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, you know, season one was more about like family history, uh, which was where all the drama was.
0: (laughs) And to be frank, if your friends are really, your friends are not going to judge you by you being on a reality TV show. Mm
1: -mm. You know, so
0: that's a good way of looking at it. You shouldn't care what people think. Right. Like if you do, then you're going to get stuck caring. You're not going to do anything.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Uh, If anything, it's
0: an opportunity for you to be Mm -hmm. on TV, get recognized for the Zavala concept. So
1: that's how I looked at it. Like, you know, just because, since, you know, me and my sister were the ones that were the ones that. Inherited the money mm-hmm. and how, ha- and the show really wanted us to know. I mean, to tell them what we were going to do. So I, f- I thought that was like a great way to maybe like promote ourselves, um, which is and smart. Show the world what we are and what we can do. If you're and, given uh, an
0: opportunity like this, exactly, it's free promotion. Mm-hmm. You're gonna take it. Yeah, and and you, especially you wanting to do this a concept, mm-hmm. and if you really want to blow this up you know, do it. Right. I, I, yeah. I commend you for taking that opportunity.
1: And the only way for us, obviously, to, to get into it was to talk about our family history. Mm-hmm. Um, so my dad agreed, my mom agreed, and there were a couple of scenes and we did talk about like what, how we were related, um, but it was mostly like what we were doing now and what we're doing with like the money and, right. and all that stuff. And so it was, it was cool. And then season two came around. And that was lots of fun just because it was more about, it was living, life. living our life and yeah. involving like loved ones and relationships. And at that moment, mind you, I'm already like two, almost three years in Miami and I've been single since
0: good (laughs) (laughs) after what you went through i would be single too (laughs) but at the same
1: time i was just like you know what i I think it's time i need a you know i of course i you know i went to dates here and there but i was like okay it's almost three years like i'm on the hunt yes (laughs) and at that moment season two was about to happen and i met a guy
0: okay and you're clearly not with him so i'm ready for the dish <laughs> spill the tea yes. <laughs>
1: so i met a guy and um in the beginning of the season <clears throat> so i was just like at first i was just like i'm not going to tell him about the show he doesn't know about season one you know let me not mention anything but that way he doesn't
0: like look at you differently right. or search for yeah. more so i'm just
1: like oh it's- this is hard now I was just like
0: <laughs> you forgot about this little detail exactly
1: so but I was like you know what I'm gonna tell him eventually because I don't want to hide anything but um, he, you know I told him after a month and he was okay with it and you know we both agree that we were just gonna keep those separate worlds separate those two worlds separate um, but yeah no we started dating and it went downhill real quick oh boy it's it's another a difficult relationship but um
0: this track record of yours
1: (laughs) i swear it's not me (laughs) (laughs) so uh long story short we only lasted for six months and the first month he tells me he has syphilis
0: oh my god another std
1: and i'm like oh my god what (laughs) so we went to get ourselves checked and thank god i came in negative and he, he he came in positive um, so the doctor told us, don't worry, um, it, you can't transmit that just because he has a lower percentage rate and it's it, he kind of cured it. it still, but it's that still... means he didn't
0: get it from you, right?
1: <laughs> and and I and I looked at it like you know it was before my time. Yeah. Um, so I let it go and I started telling you know all my friends like this is what's happening to me and like I don't know what to do and we were already going in two months in a relationship and. I started feeling weird. And then, um, you know, I got myself checked, and apparently I came in positive with gonorrhea. So for the third time. Oh my God. So I'm like, why is Michael. he following me? <laughs> I know it's weird. Uh, so So what do
0: you say to yourself at that point like i'm done i'm
1: giving up yes no more no No more more relationships (laughs) no more relationships so he cheated on me um again again um well yes no first time just because the first well
0: but again in you know in your history of relationships yes
1: so um obviously that hit you know hard just because you know I, I when I dedicate my time to somebody I give them my 100% and then it's like a disappointment when it doesn't work out and or they don't do it in their end so well there
0: was no respect for the relationship mm-hmm. if there was no communication cleared about it you know so don't don't feel like because you're the only one right because there's so many people that go through this yeah. and then they start to like rationalize the the cheating and then like if, you know of course you didn't deserve it of course you shouldn't have put in that situation Mm-hmm. So, what do you do from there? What did you do from after the moment you found out he cheated on you?
1: So, I did break up with him um It only lasted for like two days because then he started running he came you know running back to me and started begging me and apologizing and all that stuff and I was weak and i or was... you
0: were just in a different state of mind. It yeah. might have not been weaknesses just where you were and you weren't.
1: Yeah, and I guess like the urge of just me being in a relationship just because I was out of it for almost three years that I was just like, you know I Well, you're a lover. You like to
0: give and you, the one thing that I know about you is that you give to everybody. Just like you said, you took care of the family. You have to have it together for everybody else. Mm -hmm. So it's easy for you to do for the person and never really make decisions for yourself. Would you agree?
1: I agree. (laughs) And this is not me,
0: you know, kind guy bashing you on this, but it's something to be aware of Mm -hmm. is that you maybe make decisions for other people.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I took him back Um, three three months in a relationship. It was going well. Um, His graduation happened. I threw him a little party at my house, uh, invited all his friends. um, But I still had like, you know, that thought behind my head like, hmm, is he still, you know, talking to other people while we're still dating? Well, trust has been broken. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, that night I was just like, let me check his phone. And I'm not one to do that, but I had that feeling that I had to um and when I did check this phone I saw that he was like messaging seven guys through Instagram two guys on Snapchat and one through text and it was just exchanging wow news so he was
0: openly flirting around
1: yeah and I was shaking I was looking at all these text messages and I'm like oh my god what am I going to do like uh, and I grabbed my phone real quickly and I started taking pictures of everything just mm-hmm. in case mm-hmm. so after that night you know I didn't say anything just because I wanted to in, him to enjoy his time with his Again, well. doing
0: stuff for other people and, and not for you. <laughs> well, you know I'm going to do this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay.
1: So, four months in the relationship. Oh, sorry. I, I brought it up and um, I broke up with him and sadly, he was already working with me at work. Because at the I, same office. Yes, because that was just like... Anyway, and,
0: he was working at the same office. Yes, yeah.
1: He's working at the same office, and I'm like, you know what? We're gonna keep it professional at work, um, but after work, that's it. There's, n- we're we're over. I don't want to be with you anymore. And he said, nope, leaving me is not an option. And I was like, wait, what? What do you mean? He was like, if you leave me, I'm gonna tell everybody that you abuse me physically. Oh my god. And I'm here like, how oh do you my deal with that? <laughs> so I'm like, you sound crazy. You i'm gonna block you just please leave me alone i blocked him from instagram and then he started texting me i blocked him from text um then he started um texting me through whatsapp because you know who remembers whatsapp so i um i I warned him i was like listen i'm blocking you for a reason because i don't want
0: drama drama
1: i don't want anything to do with you I'm like you cheated on me with multiple guys you gave me stds you you lost my trust i don't trust you i don't believe you you know in you but i don't want nothing to do with you um after work just leave me alone and i blocked him from whatsapp and then he reached out through work email and i'm like oh my god why is he doing this just because we have like a messenger thing at work that yeah. it is easily of i mean course. could easily look into it so
0: what do you do from here
1: so then he um messages me um threatening me And saying, if you don't quit, I'm going to tell everybody. Or if you don't do this, I'm going to do that. You know? And then I started screenshotting everything he's saying. And I also told him, listen, if you don't stop, this is... I can basically, like... Take legal action. Legal action because you're harassing me and you're blackmailing me. And Mm -hmm. you've been manipulating me this whole time. And all I'm asking you is for you to leave me alone. And he said, no, leaving me is not an option. And if you leave me, I'm going to ruin your life. He's like, if you're not with me, I'm going to make you, I mean, ruin your life and make you unhappy. What did you do? So I, at that moment, mind you, when he messaged me through work, he called out sick. And two hours later, IT found it. And IT was like, what is this told my boss my boss called me in she was just like what's going on i explained everything an hour later my co-workers tell me he's posted on instagram that he's at the hialeah courthouse and i'm here like oh my god <laughs> and um because my boss called in and fired him in that moment so he thought that i got him fired
0: so he went straight to
1: to um put a restraining order on me for domestic i mean put a order on me on domestic domestic violence mm-hmm. so I'm like oh my god so next morning I'm like you know what I'm gonna have to do the same thing you know I have, I'm like here fighting for my life now so of course
0: this is can ruin your reputation it I, can ruin it, for you getting a job anything in the future
1: exactly and
0: so you got a lawyer so
1: I got a lawyer and um, we went to court and I had all my paperwork I had all my proof from like what all the
0: evidence of him harassing you
1: correct harassing me um, from like month one all the way to the fifth month that we, you know, we were together. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I had proof of, you know, my, my mom was a witness. My little sister recorded a video when he physically hit me. So he said that I hit him when in reality he hit me. And so I had that proof and I also told his friends at that moment. Cause I was like, I don't know what to do guys. Like, like you're not I trying to ruin help. his
0: life, but he's trying to ruin yours. Right.
1: And they're like, well, he's done this before. And then they tell me oh, that he's no. done it to his ex. So I'm like, huh. a day later, his ex messages me through Instagram and says, I know what you're going through. He did the same thing to me.
0: So where does this leave the case now? Let's move on to like what happened mm-hmm. then.
1: Then he, you know, his ex goes to the uh, courthouse and everything. I had all my witnesses. I had all my proofs. I had all my thing. So I went the case. He had a restraining order. Uh, I had wow. a restraining order on him. And he was not allowed. Do you allowed. ever think
0: you're going to go through something like this and you're like... No.
1: <laughs> I was just like... And the show was loving this. They was like, this was real.
0: Yeah, the show's loving it, but you're the yeah. one living and I, exactly. it.
1: exactly. And I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. And they're like, uh-uh. This this is perfect.
0: Now you have an obligation. Because yeah. you told them that you signed up for your life to be publicized. Exactly. And now you have to put it out.
1: So I'm just like, ugh. But um, I knew I didn't do anything wrong. So in the same time, I was okay with everything. Um, so... Uh, Restraining order against him. He was not allowed to live in Miami, so he decided to move out, and and it was great for me just because I, you know I had I had my freedom back.
0: Yeah. So then from that point, you once again Zavala gets to start over. Yes. And clean slate. Mm-hmm. I hope you've learned your lesson and you're single. Yes. And you're not going to do things for other people. No. I think the lesson <laughs> here, guys, audience listening, the reason I'm like kind of poking at him on this subject, is because we sometimes tend to give to other people. And you have a loving heart, and it's very easy for you to make decisions based on how it's gonna affect the other person, and then put yourself second. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then you're gonna continue to choose people, and continue to get in a pattern of relationships where the other person comes first, and you don't. And that's why these things are gonna continue to happen. So I want you to continue to remind yourself that, have that awareness around the fact that you do that because you do it for your family, you do it for your friends, and you do it in a relationship, where is a room for Zavala? Mm. When is Michael's time? Yeah. So <laughs> what are you doing now for yourself?
1: I have to start staying true.
0: Yes, <laughs> staying true. And w- so what's, okay, moving forward, loving all of this story, I want to first of all thank you for the courage that it takes to put this out there. Um, it's a very complicated story. I mean... You talk about so much that I feel a lot of people hold to themselves: mm-hmm. rape, <laughs> being cheated on, going, be, coming out of the closet, deciding that you know you are interested in the same sex. How long it takes to do that? Family, the the you know the concerns of the family, and seeing what your family, you know, the history behind them g- growing up. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that you talk about here that I commend you for having the courage to sit here and talk to me about it. So now talking about what's next, right? Moving on to what's next. Right. What is the future for Zavala Concepts? What is, what is next for you? Where does that leave you today? What did you learn from all of this?
1: So honestly, like you said, it's about me now, right? So I think the next steps is for me to start doing what I started and, and finish, which is Zavala Concepts. I mean, I'm, well, continue. Um, opening up my own, you know, business for residential design and just expanding in my visual arts. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, becoming a producer of some sort. Um, but just be more creative because that's what makes me happy. Um, so and That's I think what I you're just... good at. <laughs> Follow
0: that intuition. Yeah,
1: so enough about relationships right now is I have to really focus about what I want to do and create and to make myself well, be as happy. you become
0: true to yourself, mm-hmm. then the rest will follow, and it, right. it'll be different moving into relationships. You'll probably be more cautious. Mm-hmm. Not that you shouldn't be giving, but maybe you know it, it has to be a little bit of a give and take, right? It can't just be that you're giving constantly for that person and you're willing yeah. to give up so much of yourself, even though it seems natural to you. Mm-hmm. At what point is it fair to you?
1: Yeah, that's that's what I can't figure out yet. Just and because you don't it's have so natural, to. that yeah. I'm just like. Uh, but it's the right thing. what's the do. right like
0: it's hard to figure out. What's the fine line there? Yeah. and then mm-hmm. you don't have to have that figured out right now You just have to understand that you, you do give too much and then sometimes mm-hmm. you need to scale it back a little bit And it's okay to be selfish and maybe if this time is dedicated to you and it's selfish then this is the time that you need mm-hmm. everything in life happens for a reason I led you here to this moment on this podcast infinite attraction for a reason <laughs> so again, thank you, but tell us all where can we find you because like I said, I'm a huge fan. Your work is amazing. His photos are just incredible. I mean, the creativity and the thought behind them, it's just very exciting to just even follow. And, and then also Zavala concepts. I mean, if you only knew, I mean, my place isn't all but just me by myself. So I'll just say, tell us where to find you.
1: You can find me on Instagram under Zavala Concepts and uh, under my bio I have a link where you can go to my website and from there you can see all my um, different services that I have and of course see all the creative photos that I create.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much again Michael. I really again I'm going to say it, commend you, appreciate you for this huge courage to come out and speak about this in depth with me I really, really, really do accept you, who you are, the way you are. So stay true. (laughs) Thank you. So it's with infinite love and gratitude that I thank you guys for joining me here today. Yours truly, Elizabeth. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Infinite Attraction. I sure do appreciate you guys. If you haven't done so already, please make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever it is you consume podcasts. This way, you get notifications when new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review or simply tell a friend about the show. If you'd like to inquire about coaching, please visit our website at infiniteattractioncoach.com. Until next time, Infinite Attractors.